have you here today. Thanks for joining us for this live session. Um, you know, maybe as a, of a start, you can just, you know, casually introduce yourself, who you are, uh, what you are doing now. Uh, uh, I'm Lee. Um, so right now, actually, we operate a music learning center. It's an art learning center for kids. Yeah. So, so I mean, just for everyone to know that uh, Ling runs uh, Moose Art. I usually go to his uh, this Jurong Regional Library, right, over the weekend. And uh, you know, every time I will walk past by this uh, center, and I'm amazed by you know all the creative decorations. And sometimes you will actually host the like mini art exhibitions out of the center. So it's it's very nice, very impressive. And that makes me wonder, right, like how you started running this business and, uh, you know, even before, what were you doing? Were you like always an art educator? Uh, no, actually we started um, quite young as an entrepreneur, uh, mm -hmm. selling things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, what things uh, do, you, do you sell? Uh, we sell Educational uh, toys, educational games, um, quite a number of mini stationaries, uh, personalized mm -hmm. stationaries. Yeah, so we started as retailing and then um, wholesaling. Okay, that's interesting. Then how, you know, does your business transform into an education business? You know, how did that happen? Um, I think later on we wanted to do like something that have more impact than mm -hmm. find something else. So uh, I I chanced upon this brand uh, uh Muzat uh, Learning Center, but decided to bring into Singapore um to to uh fulfill my dream. Interesting. So, I mean, before you even started all this entrepreneurship, right? Uh, were you working in a company or, you know, you, you started your business even, you know, maybe after you, you be, became, uh, you graduated from the school? Mm, I was always uh, doing a lot of part-time. Interesting, doing uh, a lot, <laughs> a lot of different part-timers, uh, part-timing job, promoter, uh, all kinds are uh, all kinds of different jobs when uh, I'm I'm still schooling. So I, I think one friend told me that hey, why not you try to get a booth and then um sell some things online and see whether for you la uh, book with uh book a store with the organizer and try yeah and try to and start selling really. <laughs> Well, that's, I think, a variety of um, experience, right, um, that actually made you who you are now today. And now you, because you have actually, you know, maybe tried different industries, different part-time jobs, and you built that experience and resilience to now run your own business. So um, what, I mean, what makes you super passionate about art? Can you share with us? Super passionate. I think all along, I uh, because I graduated from multimedia, so I I'm always passionate about art, about creative stuff, about personalizing stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, it it actually it, I I became like more interested when I have my own kids. Oh, yeah. oh okay, That's interesting. It, because usually a lot of our work is more desk experience a lot is quite desk bound so designer doing uh 
like a programmer. Yeah. Yes. So it's all that's bound. Uh, then after we have kids, then I realize I like to interact a lot with kids. I like mm-hmm. to educate them. La. Then I like to see change. I like to see mm-hmm. them progress. Like one day, like this, then oh, the next week can do other things maybe. Then ah, oh, the next week. <laughs> it's like a lot of progress. Once you like guide them properly, teach them properly, they will show a lot of improvement. So I, I think I like to see that kind of progress and impact on a child. Happy, yeah. I, I think that's uh that's very true, right? And actually, you know, um, for Mama on Pallet, as we are, you know, a community advocating for mothers who love art, um, and mother artists, um, our motto is actually every mother is a natural artist. So, uh, it's not from us, you know, it's not something written by myself. It's actually said by this lady called uh, Frances Harper. So she is actually one of the pioneer female educators and also uh, women in color, she's black, uh, you know, who actually started a revolution then she started teaching people stuff. And eventually, you know, she become a leader in education scene in the US history. And we, I myself, I, I was very inspired by uh, her, her word, right, that she said, you know, uh, as a mother, like it's actually that we said, because you need to educate your children, you need to um, kind of uh, cultivate the cre- creativity in them and you yourself need to be creative in how you educate them. So in a way, whether or not you draw or you can do hand or craft, it doesn't matter. It's always about, you know, we being the caregiver and the first educator to our children to be as creative as we can to, to teach them. Today, we are really focusing on a topic about being an artpreneur, right? So in the past sessions of our podcast, we actually, you know, talk about different perspectives of mother and art. It can be art and mental wellness. It can be art about sexual wellness. And, uh, you know, we also had a session with a mother who transformed her career totally from being a dentist into an artist. So for yourself, I think, again, you have a very unique story, very unique experience that you become an up entrepreneur. You know, what, what are some of the challenges that you experienced, uh, you know, in this journey? And how long, how long have you been running this business? Since when? Um, this business five years ago, but the, our first business actually started when we are very young. Uh, mm-hmm. we and uh, we did that business for 20 years. Wow. So to you, I mean, what are some of the, I'm sure like running a business, especially as a woman and also a mother, right? It's like a roller coaster kind of journey. What are the ups and, and downs? You know, are there any stories that you can share? Mm, I mean, the main difference for um, being an entrepreneur and working for other people mainly is, Entrepreneur actually you work twenty four seven, every minute, every moment. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I've been planning like even out of uh working out the hours, you will need to also think through, uh many strategies, uh many plans, many projects. Um, mm. I mean juggle at the same time lah. It's been very smooth since the beginning. I mean for Moose Art. Uh no eh, because when actually we bring the brand in uh. At that time, at that time, actually not much people know about it. And then art is not a very, like, regular 
admission that parents will bring, you know. So I chose a location that is very near my, uh, uh, like house, uh, childhood memory lah. Because when I'm very young, right, my my parents will always bring me to like the drug central there to have admission. So I have like very good found memories of that place. So I wanted mm-hmm. to take out a bit that there, and then uh the location that we took is um at first level two. So level two. Um, at that time is um all the salons, <laughs> uh spa okay, like, it's not education. So actually we have a very hard um uh, can say a challenging start because it's not the target audience at that level and that level actually have no working crowds. Mm. Yeah, so um we me and my husband actually um it's like on a daily basis, so I mean, for the first six months, I think every day we were, we were downstairs giving out brochures, doing open houses, um, doing activities, doing, um, it's, a, it's really on a daily basis that we are doing activities and uh, spreading awareness uh, of our centre. Yeah. Wow. And um, I mean, that's the, I guess, at the, it's always the hardest at the beginning, right? And what's the what's the trigger point that you started seeing people coming in, or did you change your strategy or change your location that makes you firstly see, oh, you know, there's there's actually the initial success I'm, I'm getting. Uh, not really, like, It's just um, every day is hard work. It's just pure hard work of me and my husband going out getting um students. I mean, slowly, um, we learn, and then uh, along the way, um. I observe and then uh, try to understand every child individually. Yeah, that's mm. what we really Yeah, so we focus on every single student that we have at that time. Yeah, mm. then uh, our student number, very, very grateful. Uh, our student number actually grow very fast. Um, when our opening is, I think, 30 or 60 students, then slow, low, slowly actually it grow very um quite quite fast like double triple the number uh quite mm. fast mm. wow that's that's amazing so what would you say you know is, is the you know have a fun I, I i i totally understand agree you know it's a lot of hard work tears swears behind right um maybe you know from the from the outside we can only see the glamorous side oh musa it's very good brand a lot of big branches Especially, I love the one uh, at the Jurong Regional Library that I always walk past by. Um, but what to you do you think, you know, that is the key factor that actually drives to your students' growth? Is it, um, you know, I, I'm sure it's a combination of all factors, right? But what are the essential ones that you think? Mm, I think the most important is really the love for the student. Mm. For me, it's, um, I really focus on every one of them. Then I want to see progress. I want to see impact in them. I want mm. to see change. Um, I hope to see change. And then, um, because previously actually my husband was a social worker before we started this, so very strong in his uh psychology and uh human behaviors. So he shared mm. with me a lot of different uh learning strategies, yeah, mm-hmm. and behaviors I can um observe. And then we slowly um. We still plan more uh, relatable um, activities and lesson plannings for them. So cater to every single one of them. So what we do is um, we really put in a lot of effort 
um, in the activities that we plan, and then um, the students uh, then that we are teaching like, because our syllabus is uh, very different. Uh, we do one to one individualized uh, teaching and training, so everyone is different uh, because everyone is really um, different at a different uh, standard at a different part of their life. Uh. Yeah. I think that's that's really great, and um, I think maybe relate back to your own identity as a mother, right? I know uh, how many kids do you have again? Is that two, two of them? Yeah. Yeah. How old are they now? Six and eight. Oh, so that means when you started five years ago, they are like babies lah, like infant. And so this, yeah. I mean, if I recall to my first year of giving birth, right, I couldn't even manage my <laughs> what like my kids. And how did you manage to to run the business, especially it's at the early stage, right? Like you just said, there's a lot of hard work you have to do to distribute the brochures, to get people to visit your center. And then your kids, that time he couldn't speak. They need a lot of attention and caregiving. How did you manage? Uh, I remember a lot of the days they are actually in the center with me. They are running all over the center. Then um, I think when we have more students, then we realize that oh, this doesn't work. Yeah, because they are still very young, and then um, they need a lot of attention. Yeah, so um, I'm very grateful la, that I have very supportive parents that um, help me to take care when I'm at work. Great. Wow. That, but I, I can imagine how hard it is, right? Having a baby beside you. So sometimes you might be distracted. Um, you need to look at both your client and also your kid at the same time. Um, but I agree, you know, having a supportive family system is indeed very important. So now they grow older, right? Um, and now you, you run this whole creative center. I'm sure there are a lot of great ideas that you use when it comes to art education that you can also translate them to teach your own kids. You know, maybe can you, can you share some tips or practices with us? Um, for me, I feel interest is the most important. So um, I never really, like, um, they, they do weekly classes in my center. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I, um, I was seldom, um, how to say, like control. <laughs> Or, or want to, them to do a certain thing because I, I think art is very fun it's a fun thing it's a happy thing so um, when my elder boy is older he actually has uh, a, like to draw a lot he actually mm. draws he draws almost like every day and then he can draw very well but then after mm. I realized it's like the growing up phase when they grow a bit older they will tend to like other things yeah, have different interests and different uh, approach lah. Yeah, really like um, as long as he has the uh, the interest, then um, mm -hmm. he can can do or draw what they want. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you don't especially train them. Oh, at this stage you must learn how to write ABC, or the other stage you must learn how to draw animals. You don't do. Do you have any like certain expectations in terms of their drawing or their art skills at different development stage? Um, because both of them are very different. Yeah, mm -hmm. so the elder one actually like to when he's very young, he like to draw a lot. He like mm -hmm. color, or uh, and then he likes to observe color um different pictures a lot. Younger one, he likes um building. He like puzzles. 
he likes mm. um uh, he likes like structuring things mm. so it's really so personalities yeah different personalities they are totally different yeah so mm. uh, mainly based on what they uh, want then mm. uh, build their interest mm. Mm. i see but, uh, what we want is really the creativity in the child yeah so yeah. them explore see see which one interests them more then they'll put in more effort and more uh, time to it yeah, I think that's a good point, right? I think recently I, I heard this word in Chinese. It's called 内驱力. I think translate into English is self-motivation. So that means you need to find what is the strongest motivation to your child. And then you use that interest to get him motivated to do what he wants. And I think that's very important um, because each child is different, as you said. So um, I think... Maybe, so today is really a short session, you know, uh, I think it's, it's very uh, inspiring of your story, you know, how you started as a mom printer and an art printer. So if just to summarize, right, uh, what's the meaning of art to you as a mother? And also what's the, what's the meaning of art to you as an entrepreneur? You can, you know, just, just share your, your, your thoughts on it. To me, la, art is a medium. La. Art is a way to um, to help the child uh, realize different um, different and build their creativity in many ways. Yeah. So as um, to me, uh, art in the community is also the same, a medium to inspire more people around us. And then mm-hmm. it's actually a very good way, a very therapeutic way of releasing your your thoughts and um, your feelings yeah mm-hmm. so we are doing up a lot of like different workshops different uh, programs yeah for all mm-hmm. age yeah for them to participate even parents we always motivate our parents to join us or the join Ooh. the session in, in our studio how, how, how does it work out like for the seniors to draw together with the with the children is it yeah, for the parents, the grandparents, we actually encourage a lot for them to come over to our center to draw together with the children. So I think that's um that's really great, and I think art really serves as a medium, as you said, to bond different parties. You know, bond also our different identities. You know, as a mother, you need to use art to teach your own, educate your own children. You need that sort of creativity, but in the meantime, you are you know um nurturing so many children, enhance their art skills to make them more creative as well. And eventually they're gonna apply the creativity to their own job, whatever they do, right? Um, so I think that's, that's really awesome. What are some of the you know, new or exciting updates from your center? Are there any recent events you'd like to shout out about before we wrap up today's session? Uh, we have a lot of uh, exciting events. One of the, um, the more like impactful ones are um, I like to do a lot of uh, committee projects yeah mm-hmm. so currently actually we are guiding um, some of the elderly homes um, doing online art workshops yeah oh, wow. actually we have been engaging our students to do it with us mm-hmm. so we mm-hmm. use students like um, 10 and above they will be teaching together with us to the elderly, oh, okay. like assistant teachers. 
Yeah. So I want them to learn about empathy and then also practice the empathy, empathy together with us. This kind of vibe can be spread lor, yeah, to many different people. It's not only us la, that we can do. La. I mean, the committee also, to the volunteers. Yeah, so I, I always strongly believe that art is a very good way, is a very good medium to um, really distress everyone uh, through times. Mm. Yeah, agree. And uh, I think at Mama and Pilot, we also believe seeing the power of community. That's why we run it as a you know, non-profit group, ready to gather the mothers who love art and appreciate art together, no matter which kind of passes they take. You know, some are just purely, they love art, they love to mu visit museums, and some are like yourself, you know, uh, running art as a business, whether a freelancer or you are in the education industry. Uh, but I think regardless, uh, we all believe in the importance, uh, influence of art on ourselves, our own mental wellness, our own, uh, emotions and like which is that empathy, you know, the kind of value and also that allows us to trans, 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 transfer them to our children and, you know, to everybody around us. So thank you very much again for joining us today, Ling, and I wish you the best with your business. Let's keep in touch and I look forward to visiting your center another day. Yeah, no problem. Please come over.